At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. The window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome into At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Pluto TV, Channel 517, Stir, and of course Zumo TV as well. YouTube, we're everywhere. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving break and holiday. We are back to action right now, or as Yang would say, back to live action on At the Window right now. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Drew Martin, you are back. Hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving. I know you were doing a couple of things there in California. I don't know if you went back home to Florida at all, but uh, it's been a busy week for you. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, Drew. Sean, it's been great, and it's also good to be back here uh, with you and Danny. But um, I'll tell you, man, the weekend was fun in California. Good to be back in Las Vegas. And most importantly, War Eagle, Sean Auburn, with the upset in the Iron Bowl that uh, caps it off for Thanksgiving weekend. What about you, man? Did you enjoy the weekend? No, not really. I I enjoyed Thursday, Thanksgiving, with the Bills beating the Cowboys. That was very, very surprising to me. I was nervous about the game. I really was uh, going in. You know, going into game two, a little apprehensive how Josh Allen would play. Bright lights. He passed with flying colors, surprising me uh, very, very, uh, very much so. The Saturday Saturday game we'll get to later. I, I want to kind of forget about that. I don't know. Did Michigan play? I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, I was watching the basketball team kick some butt uh, over, you know, in the Atlantis tournament there. Number four now in the nation. Number four basketball. Got to be positive, Drew. Right? Got to stick to the positives. Absolutely. I mean, being a basketball school isn't all that bad. Ah, it's plus. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. In, in, oh boy. All right. All right. Uh, I want to mention some things, though. My, my opening thought, Monday Night Football tonight, Drew, we have the Vikings at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks, two-and-a-half-point favorites, 48-and-a-half now the total I'm seeing on FanDuel Sportsbook. My opening thought for this game, Drew, Kirk Cousins playing well last seven games, 288 passing yards, 18 touchdowns against just one pick. However, primetime Monday Night Football, 0-7 in his career, just 7-13 and in primetime games. Now, conversely, the Seattle Seahawks under Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll 25, 28-5-1. That's 28-5-1 in primetime games, including 18-2 at home. Those are my opening thoughts. I'm not going to give a prediction right now, but some trends to think about before picking a team tonight, Monday Night Football. How about you, Drew? What are you looking at? Yeah, I like those, Sean. Good good point there with uh, tonight's Monday Nighter. You know, obviously a big game here. We got the Vikings and Seahawks, two 
two really good NFC teams here. I think there's a lot to point to. Um, And you bring up, you know, Kirk Cousins. You know, we don't often think of Kirk Cousins as a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Not saying he is overall, but he's pointing in that direction. Plus a stat here. We know about the NFL primetime games towards the under. Got a stat. Shout out to NFL ref stats on Twitter. Uh, Blakeman, that's Cleet Blakeman, the uh, the referee for tonight's game. He's normally an under referee. You know, you want to talk about throwing out penalties here in the NFL, but this season he's 10 and 0 to the under, 10 games oh. officiated in 2019. You know, 10 and 0, obviously a strong trend there towards the under, and we've talked about it before. Prime time games trending towards the under in the NFL, either be Thursday night, Sunday night, or Monday night. So a lot pointing towards the under in tonight's matchup, Sean. Excellent stat to throw out there. I love the officiating, uh, knowing what the over-under is when that particular official is uh, doing the game. Love that. Great job, Drew. Let's get to some headlines. We'll go more in depth and give some picks later on in the show, Monday Night Football. Some headlines, I want to get your thoughts. Chris Peterson resigns. As Washington Huskies head coach, the defensive coordinator Lake takes over. He will. He's a new coach now. Uh, surprise, Peterson didn't have the success at Washington that he had at Boise State. What, what was he, 91-12 and 12 at Boise State? Um, just six seasons in, uh, at Washington. They did go to the college football playoff. They were, they were just destroyed in their game um, when they went. But uh, surprise, uh, Peterson did not have much success there at Washington. Yeah, Sean, you know, I am surprised overall at this whole situation, even hearing about him, you know, resigning. um, I don't know if there was pressure behind the scenes. I'm not too in on the uh, Washington Huskies football program overall. But yeah, very surprised, very surprised in there not being more success. I used to think it was more of a quarterback issue there with Washington, not progressing at that position. And then one year here with Jacob Eason and really falling below where you would like to see this Husky program finish this year. Overall, I, I would have thought that there would be more success with under Chris Peterson. But uh, to answer the question, yes, absolutely, yep. man. Surprised by this, him kind of, uh, I guess, jetting out. Not really sure how this happened, man. Uh, you think there was kind of some pressure from behind the scenes? I, I think so. I, maybe just from Chris Peterson. Maybe he just felt like a change was needed, change of scenery for him. I think he'll coach again. But uh, surprise, though, he did not have more success. I agree with everything you, you said, especially when you consider UCLA and, and USC during the, his reign there in Washington did not really have the typical success, or, or at least in USC's case, that we have seen in years past. So, yeah, surprised yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah um, great point there on USC kind of being down. And even yeah. Oregon, you know, the last four or five years, not necessarily like the four or five years prior to that, with the Ducks program. So you would have liked to seen Washington kind of take advantage of that. Maybe a la like Utah is kind of doing this year. Um, but, but I almost wonder if this is kind of more of a personal thing with Chris Peterson. Maybe there's something behind the scenes. Maybe the want the kind of, you know, show up early, leave late that you kind of need in a head coach in college football isn't really there. Maybe the love of it is somewhat lost and he does personally need a change. It's always kind of tough to read it when these things kind of come out of left field is how I'm seeing it. Yeah, other breaking news, too, that we should mention. Uh, we'll get to Josh Shaw, and, and there's some news coming out. The Cardinals player who has been suspended all of next season for betting on the Cardinals. We'll get to that after the break. But also, real quickly, Nick Foles benched Gardner Minshew, taking over once again for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Your thoughts there, Drew? Hey, I mean, uh, you know, they paid him a lot of money. You, you, we don't, normally don't see this. You know, in MLB, when when a pitcher gets played a lot of money, he's usually shown the rubber there every fifth day. Same things um, in the NF, in the NFL with the quarterback position. Uh, but, hey, overall, Sean, I'm not going to argue with throwing in a guy with a mustache, man. Let's see what he's got. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, at this point, just see what you have with Minshew and look to trade or cut uh, Foles. I know, what does he have, $15 million next year? As far as his contract is yeah, concerned, something like that. guaranteed, yeah, that's going to hurt the Jaguars. But they're rebuilding. They traded Jalen Ramsey, getting two first-round picks, so they're rebuilding anyway. All right, we'll get to Josh Shaw Cardinals. More information coming out on his bet. That's next. At the window on the Sports Grid. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to At the Window on the Sports Grid TV network. Get on the grid, Sports Grid. All right, Drew Morton is in Las Vegas. I am here. I'm Sean Guasamacchia in Midtown Manhattan. And Drew... More information now is coming out, and this is per ESPN.com, regarding Josh Shaw's parlay bet now that included an Arizona Cardinals game. We should mention Josh Shaw has been suspended by the NFL for all of next season because of wagering issues or wagering in an NFL game, and now it's coming out that he placed a parlay bet, okay? They were uh, It was a three-team parlay all on the second half of games. For what it's worth, he did not win the bet. He um, He's on injured reserve. He's been on injured reserve all year there, uh, Drew Morton. Um, here's here's the information here um, that I'm reading here. Right, uh, the bet was on the second halves of three Week 10 games, including the Tampa Bay Bucks, who were leading the Cardinals 17-13 at halftime. The Bucks were one-point favorites for the second half. They failed to cover the second-half spread but went on to defeat the Cardinals 30-27. to Shaw's bet lost, according to sources now. All right, he suspended. What do you make of this? I mean, a parlay bet is not, as, as they point out in this ESPN article, not typical of, you know, point-shaving or game-fixing schemes. What do you make of this and, and, and the NFL coming down hard on Shaw, suspending him for all of next season? Um, one, Sean, this is the first time hearing this. So this is right off the top of my head, man. My take on this one, I don't blame the NFL for coming down hard. Um, you know, something like this wagering on the sport you're playing. I can tell you this, they are warned a hundred times. Hey, do not do this. Do not do this. You get paid a lot of money to be in the NFL and you're risking a lot to place a bet on the National Football League. It's something you should not do as an NFL player, an MLB player, uh, betting on MLB, any sort of player betting on their sport. It's just pretty much a no-go. For the 10 years you're a player, if you're lucky enough to have it, 
Don't bet it. This is a stupid mistake by him. He deserves the harsh penalty that's coming down on him by the NFL. I don't blame the NFL at all. They cannot risk having integrity tear down uh, the NFL logo at all, Sean. I'm all behind it, and uh, they should be very severe with their penalty. So listen to this, though. I'm reading this more more in-depthly here, uh, Drew. According to game industry sources, Caesars, the, the, the um, book where Shaw placed a bet, contacted Nevada Gaming Control Board on November 10th and then the NFL shortly after discovering Shaw had placed the wager. Shaw, right, when filling out his application, his betting application with Caesars, put down for his profession, professional football player. So it's not like he was hiding anything here, Drew. Um, to me, it's just a dumb mistake. Like you mentioned, he should know better. He knows not to bet on the NFL on games as a pro football player. He's warned about this. He was even open. So he wasn't trying to hide anything here. How dumb is this? I mean, it just seems very dumb on his part to place this bet using his own like name, according to the, to what I'm reading here. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's stupid all the way across the board. It's stupid for, for him to do it. Um, you know, I'm not going to fault him for being open and putting that down. At least he's being honest about it. Heck, maybe there's a, a penalty to be had for Caesar Sportsbook and taking the wager because they should have known not to. So uh, maybe that opens the door towards uh, the actual bookmaker getting a penalty. Maybe that should be open for discussion as well. And maybe a harsh penalty for Caesars as well. Um, overall, I mean, a, a stupid mistake in yes. Yes, he deserves a penalty, in my opinion. Yeah, so this is just coming down. It's going to get a lot of more, a lot more publicity, and this is something to watch out for. It's one of the things where the NFL was nervous to begin with, and, and it's just going to make them even more, uh, you know, on edge. You know, especially with the team moving from Oakland to Las Vegas next year. So then that's going to heighten things. And uh, just for the record, Paul Horning, Alex Karras, the two NFL Hall of Famers were suspended an entire year for betting on NFL games back in the 60s. So this is something the NFL has um, been involved with in the past. So it's nothing new. Uh, interesting to, to, to read yeah, this right it, now. It, it, yep. And Sean, you know, another thing to think about, you know, and I remember when this was when uh, sports betting was starting to become when the Supreme Court came down and it was starting to become legal. You know, this is not going to be a singled out issue, Sean. This is this kind of stuff is going to keep happening where, you know, players do something and then there's going to be a harsh penalty coming down for betting in your sport. You know, why can't you just wait for March Madness and, you know, have a heyday? Something you you, you don't you're not involved with. You know, that is how. It needs to be thought of by NFL players, by any professional player or major college uh, college sports player, just to wait until your sport is done. And then if you want to be a better, be a better. You get paid a lot of money to play the sport, man. Just hold off. It's a smart decision. Right. No one's saying you can't gamble or, or wager on games. It's just not your particular sport. Uh, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, he has to use a little bit uh, better uh, – decision-making on his part uh, in the future, and hopefully it's not an issue that's going to linger here uh, as far as the NFL is concerned and the gaming um, commission and, and everything involved in Vegas is concerned too. So hopefully it's just this isolated incident and, and it goes away here. But uh, dumb mistake by Shaw, but a parlay bet. It's not like you know he was trying, I don't think in my opinion, just reading from ESPN.com the article trying to, you know, had any inside information. I mean, he was betting, yeah. uh, you know, three halves, three second and half spreads. And, and, and Sean, I'm not saying, you know, he should be ripped away for his privileges for playing in the NFL for the rest of his career. I'm not saying that unless there was, you know, actual, I, I don't know what the right word would be, but I, I guess fraud in, in, in terms of trying to lose the game to win a bet, then that would maybe uh, come into the category of never playing again in the NFL. But a uh, mistake just betting in the NFL when you play in the NFL and there's no actual, you know, morality issues in losing the game. Um, I do think it should be a stiff penalty, possibly a year, if not more. Um, I'm interested in your take, you know, at, at how long of a penalty, you know, granted, if there isn't, you know, losing the game behind it to win a bet, how big of a penalty do you think he should have? I think it's fair a year at the very least, but now use this as an example to the rest of the players going forward like you know what I mean like you have to come down hard on anyone who bets on their own sport right especially in this climate so use mm-hmm. this guy though as an example but I mean in his case though and I think context matters it was a parlay bet I mean he's on injured reserve they didn't find any evidence of any 
inside information or, or what have you. And if they ha- if they do, then you you got to come down even harder if he's selling information to to anyone out there because he is familiar with the team. Even on IR, he knows the players and what have you. So he could give some information out there. But it was a second half bet. Um, but going forward, they should, this should be in the on the rookie symposium. They should use this. Josh Shaw as an example. If you're found going forward to to you know bet on any NFL games, it's an even stiffer uh, punishment to, in my opinion. But for Josh Shaw for this uh, a year, I think that that's sufficient now in this case. But they're gonna have to be even stricter going forward though. But for this guy, maybe a year is fine. I, I wouldn't argue with two years though if you made that case to me. Um, but for life, no, I, I don't think a lifetime ban is warranted. Yeah, I don't think lifetime unless it's you're trying to lose the game to win the bet. And I'm with you a year minimum. And I wouldn't be surprised if they start handing out two year suspensions for anything to do with betting on the sport you're playing in, Sean. Yep. All right. We'll keep you um, on. We'll keep on top of that. If any news breaks or any new information comes out with Josh Shaw and uh, betting um, on his own team and suspended for a year. All right. Sunday's action. All right, Drew. What did you? What surprised you the most? The Bengals just destroying the Jets, twenty-two to six. The Eagles going down to the Dolphins, thirty-seven to thirty-one. What? What was the biggest surprise in your opinion there uh, from the games yesterday? I mean, I guess being a Dolphins fan, you know, I I, I love watching the Dolphins. You know, pull this. Against, uh, you know, the Eagles who have had success in recent years here in the NFL, 37-31 at home in Hard Rock. And I'll tell you, the Miami Dolphins have not quit on the season, uh, playmaking ability at the quarterback position. And the Dolphins, when playing at home in South Florida, I'm not looking to bet against them, Sean. They're catching points (laughs) at home. They've proved it in the past, man. If you're betting on the Dolphins at home getting points, man, you've been making money this season, Sean. So, uh as far as most surprising, what caught my eye? It was the Dolphins winning at home. What caught your eye the most yesterday? Tom Brady and the Patriots. It's something I've been keeping track of all season long. I'm just not impressed with that offense. Tom Brady has some blame on on Tom Brady. You know, like he should shoulder some of this. I don't think he's as uh, talented as he once was. You know, Father Time's catching up to him. All right, people don't want to talk about it. 42 years old. Offense is not the same, and it has something to do with the surrounding parts to, to, uh, to that offense. But I think Tom Brady should shoulder some of the blame as well. All right, more to do right after this quick timeout. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities, 
and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you want two risk-free wagers of up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com grid and open a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter promo code GRID and you will get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are awarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you bet the Seahawks at home favorites minus two and a half and they beat the Vikings by three points, you receive three times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter promo code grid and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. We are back in on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV network, Pluto TV, channel 517. You want to find us on Instagram? Look us up at SportsGrid TV. That's at SportsGrid TV. Videos, best bets, picks, everything you want from SportsGrid is up there on the Instagram page. That's at SportsGrid TV. Also, find us on YouTube as well at SportsGrid Network. So get on the grid, get the edge, get it right now. SportsGrid right now. All right, Drew. College football, and I, I'm going to allow you to take over here. Uh, let's start with your War Eagle, your Auburn Tigers, doing what they've done in the past. I'll give them some credit. 48-45, beating the almighty Roll Tide Alabama on Saturday. Congratulations. Great win by your school, man. Hey, thanks, Sean. It was a, a, a fun game to watch. You know, the Iron won. Bolt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it happens, man. And uh, it, throughout this run that Alabama's been able to put together, it's been tough for Auburn fans. Just uh, not only is it, you know, Auburn not to the level that Alabama has been over the last half decade, over the last full decade, really, but it's always tough seeing your rival really uh, kind of getting to the top there. And so to be able to uh, finish the game on top of Alabama, always a fun thing in the Iron Bowl. And shout out to Gus Malzahn. You know, a lot of people kind of jumping on the bandwagon of heck Auburn needs to get rid of him, whatever the case may be. He's not only Sean, the only active sec head coach to beat Nick Saban multiple times, two times he's beat him three times. So it's kind of like, you know, who is the second best head coach in the sec? In my opinion, it's Gus Malzahn. And a lot of people point to the fact that Gus Malzahn is an offensive minded head coach and over the past years at Auburn, he's winning with defense more so. That's fine. I always view that as a smart head coach that's recruiting good DCs, recruiting good players on the defensive line, which I know from personal experience and uh, uh, high school um teachers in the Atlanta area. He is all after defensive linemen, man. He spends a lot of time recruiting in in the South, going after the defensive linemen, and it shows year after year. Auburn has a great defensive line that gets after the opposing quarterback and a great defense overall. So um, I don't really knock him for that, Sean. I think that uh, the program's heading in a great direction. What beaten Alabama two of the last three Iron Bowls in Jordan-Hare, three of the last four, I believe, going back to the to the uh, kick six. So um, I think the trajectory for the program is great. The scheduling, most difficult schedule in the country this year. Oh, and guess what? Next year, we got to go to Athens, Georgia, and to Tuscaloosa, Alabama to face Georgia and Alabama on the road. So it doesn't get any easier, man. But uh, overall, uh, uh, great for for Auburn's program. And uh, heck, a three-loss a three loss season, sitting there at 9-3, and three, one of the best 9-3 and three, uh, college football teams that I can remember, man. It, it is what it is with a tough schedule. But uh, overall, fun to see, high scoring. I mean, there was calls, you know, just breaking down the game, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, a lot of people pointing to calls going against Alabama. Yeah. Sure, they did. But at the same time, Alabama d- didn't close the deal. It, it, it comes down to it is what it is, man. And I feel like not only uh, did, did did Auburn win the game, 
Nick Saban got out coached again by Gus Malzahn. We've talked about it multiple times. Gus Malzahn off of a buy is money, and I think he proved it again. Go back to the kick six. Gus Malzahn out coached Nick Saban. Out uh, Gus Malzahn out coached Nick Saban again on Saturday in the Iron Bowl. Sean, I'm so glad you mentioned that. So, how many times has Gus Malzahn beaten Nick Saban? Three times. Three times. All right. Would uh, another question for you, Drew? Would you say there's a talent gap between Auburn and Alabama? Yes. Okay. Yes. No, no, minor. Good. Yeah. Minor. Yes. Okay, but there's a talent gap, right? I mean, Alabama has the more talented players. I think Alabama has more talented players than any other college football team in the country. So, okay. yes, sure. there is a talent gap. Exactly. This is where I'm going with this. Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. There's a talent gap between Ohio State and Michigan. Fine. I, I don't think it's as big as the media portrays it to be, but there's a talent gap, especially when Michigan loses the, the amount of talent they did last year to the draft. They're not the factory that Ohio State has been in, in recent years where they just reload. They lose talent in the first round, second round. doesn't matter. The next year they come back, and they're just as talented. So granted, there's a talent gap, but... Three times Gus Malzahn has managed as the Auburn head coach to beat Nick Saban, the greatest, arguably, and, and every, we live in the moment. We, every coach is the greatest of all time uh, right now, <laughs> yeah. currently. It's just, it, I, I, I get sick of it. Uh, it's true. You know, LeBron's the greatest player of all time. Roger Federer is the greatest player of, uh, tennis player of all time. You know, it, it, you go on and on. Uh, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, whether or not that's true, we could argue that, right? But it just seems that... Uh, we're living in the greatest sports period of all time because Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer of all time. You know, because everyone's the greatest, greatest coach, right? So, arguably, Nick Saban's the greatest coach of all time. Yet, Gus Malzahn has managed to beat Nick Saban. And you said it, outcoached Nick Saban a few times now, three times. You said he's beaten him and outcoached him at least two times. Yet, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, okay, manages to get blown out for the second consecutive year this year at home against his arch-rival Ohio State Buckeyes. And before you say, all right, the Ohio State Buckeyes are the most talented team in college football, think about this. Five years now Jim Harbaugh has been at Michigan. He's managed to lose every time to Ohio State. Yet Penn State has beaten, managed to beat Ohio State once. Michigan State has managed in that same time period to beat uh, Ohio State once. Oh, Iowa has beaten Ohio State in that same time period once. Even Purdue has managed to beat Ohio State in that same time period at least once. Look at Penn State's five games against Ohio State. They've been competitive in each and every game. Maybe one, it was a blowout. Michigan, one time they were competitive where they lost in overtime, and that was with JT Barrett on one leg. And you know what I mean? I mean, Michigan has embarrassed themselves time in and time out against Ohio State, and it's not about the talent. It's about the coaching. Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh has been outcoached each and every time. We thought it was Urban Meyer. Ryan Day, a clinic yesterday, uh, on Saturday, sorry, uh, against these Wolverines. Stupid mistakes, going off sides uh, on a punt, gave Ohio State a, a first down. They went on to score a touchdown. Uh, Shea Patterson, Fumble inside the red zone there when in the first half when it looked like Michigan was going in for a score to be at least competitive in this game. You can't blame the offense. Josh Gaddis, that was the one thing Jim Harbaugh at least has done well. He thought this, this, the offense was needed a revamping. He hired Josh Gaddis from Ohio State, I might, uh, from Alabama, I might add. And there were some growing pains, but they've gotten the ball rolling on the right path. 396 total yards against Ohio State. That was not the problem on Saturday. It was the defense and Don Brown. Enough of this Don Brown. I don't know, Drew. You probably hear about him being this great defensive coordinator and the numbers bear it out. But big games, he stinks. He just continually gets out coached time and time again. What happened with Wisconsin? Jonathan Taylor ran for 200 yards. It was a non-contest, partly and mostly to blame the offense, but the defense did not show up in that game either. And Ohio State, two consecutive years, 62 points a year ago, 56 points this time. Don Brown, he needs some to make some adjustments. Last year was a crossing patterns, uh, so he went to more zone defense this year against Ohio State. Didn't matter. They scored 56 points. To me, I'm just disgusted. Something has to give. They have to make a change with either the D.C. or the head coach. Jim Harbaugh is not going anywhere. He's staying, and, and the, the athletic dire director even said so, so don't expect that to happen. He's going into the second-to-last year of his original seven-year contract, Jim Harbaugh is. So next year, 
if Jim Harbaugh loses to Ohio State, you can bet he's out as Michigan head coach because he's not going to go into the year, Drew, as a lame duck coach, and Michigan will not give him an extension off of another loss and an 0-6 record against Ohio State. So, change is coming. Just have to give it one more year. Hopefully, Harbaugh will win against Ohio State, and they'll go to the college football playoff and win the Big Ten, at least something he has not done yet in Ann Arbor for five years. But just an embarrassment all around. They were not even in the game in the second half. Ohio State just took over. Uh, and, and Sean, I, I I think you you have great analysis there on what's going on with Michigan, the program. What about the facts of what Michigan has won national title in in the last like fifty years, right? Yeah. Well, times have changed though, Drew. I mean, there's now uh, teams that finish. Like if you go back to the '90s, there were some great Michigan football teams that would have been in the college football playoff had they had the have the same rules that they do now. So I mean, it's easier, right? To win, not easier, I shouldn't say easier, but the, you, you get into the, the, the playoff, the 14 playoff now with, with a, uh, you know, if you finish in the top four, whereas Michigan had those top four teams going back. Even 69, they, they, they uh, beat the Ohio State Buckeyes and, and ruined their chances of, of going for um, a national championship for the second consecutive year, right? That started the 10 year war. But go back to the 10 year war and Bo Schembechler, he would have been in the college football playoff, and I'm sure they would have had more national championships have the rules been the same that they are now back then. Yeah, I, th- that's true. But but do, do you think that there's something there to the fact that, you know, Harbaugh actually isn't that bad of a coach in terms of where he has this program right now compared to where they were before? You know, he inherited not really well, that great of a situation. they won Big Ten championships before, though, Drew. They beat Ohio State before, Drew. Lloyd Carr. I mean, let's go back to the Lloyd Carr era. I mean, that was more successful than Jim Harbaugh. I mean, he won a national championship as well. It was shared with Nebraska, like a you know, sure, but but he sure. still it counts. And they won Big Ten titles. They beat Ohio State. Jim Harbaugh has not done that in five years. That that's bad. Yes, I mean the expectations. I know what you're getting at. Maybe they're they're too lofty at all, in Ann Arbor, yeah. but at least uh, give me the Lloyd Carr era. Look, I'm not making the argument. I think he's overpaid. You know, seven point five million a year, third Who highest paid coach. Sign yeah. that. Who signed that? I, I I just don't know if if he's getting a little bit too much. I don't know. Uh, you, you know, they piled on here because uh, I I think he's done an okay job. I just think he's overpaid, Sean. All right, more on that. We'll get to some NBA games, college basketball games as well. At the window continues right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The bills make me wanna shout. Keep, uh, keep this going. Keep it going, baby. Out of clear. Let's go, Buffalo. Real, what, what a performance from the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving, man. That's off to you, man. They look good. Josh Allen, the lights come on. He shows up, man. I, I, I got to give him credit, man. He's, he looked like a great quarterback. Yeah, I got, yeah. I, pleasantly surprised, though. I, I must, must be honest there, but great song, too, man. Uh, every time the Bills score a touchdown, you go to any of the Bills bars here in New York City, they'll hit this song, man. Um, and what a performance. And, you know, Bills fans, got to give them credit, travel very well. They, they were representing in Big D. And, and the Cowboy fans, I told Gabe Morenzi this earlier, Drew, very nice, pleasant fans. You know, they, they don't talk smack. You know, they're more concerned with their team, more so than the Buffalo Bills. Now, granted, these teams don't play a lot, um, you know, once every four years. And, and Buffalo travels there, what, once every eight years. That's how the schedule makers have it. So it's not a big rivalry, and, and they beat the Bills in two Super Bowls. So... I don't think there's that, you know, disdain for the Buffalo Bills from the Cowboy fans. But the Cowboy fans in New York, they're obnoxious. I mean, they're, they're, they're different. The ones in Big D, Drew, yeah, very nice to be around, actually. Yeah, a little, uh, I guess you could say it, uh, Southern charm, you know, there. In yeah, the state I, I get town. sick of hearing y'all. Do you use y'all? I get sick of that word. Well, y'all. oh, man, I, I, are we going to open up this box, <laughs> you know? We can go there because no, I got a quick no. take on this in go terms ahead, of it's one thing I used to say you guys, you know, growing up in South Florida, I yeah. went to Auburn and at first I was like, y'all, y'all, that's weird, man. It and now weird. I've changed to y'all because it makes sense, man. When you say you guys and there's a girl in the group, it, you're not yeah. doing it correctly. You no, need but to girls say y'all. know the deal. I mean, guys could could, could be even with, with, with a girl involved, right? It's... I understand what you're saying, technically speaking, yeah. But, uh, you you know, I guess you guys and gal, I guess uh, you have to say these days. But, I mean, I, in the past, I've used that. And no one ever said anything. It wasn't a big deal. But, Tom- y'all, man. I don't know. Hey, hey, how was the atmosphere, though, in uh, in Jerry's world? Like, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of listeners haven't been there. I haven't been there. I've heard great things. I mean, what's the stadium? What's the atmosphere like? Uh, the man? stadium is huge. It's like a spaceship. It's really too big. It's too damn big. Um... It, it, it's just really, it doesn't feel, it's not intimate. Like, when you go to Ralph Wilson Stadium, as I call it, New Era Field, it's what they call it now there, Buffalo Bills. Um, okay. It, it feels like a college stadium. I mean, you're right on top of the action. I mean, just to use the, the, the two teams that were playing, um, it's just so big. I mean, MetLife, I think, is a little bit more intimate than Cowboy Stadium. It's just so big. The the, the big screen is, it just takes over your, your I mean, I, I find myself watching the Jumbotron because it's so damn big. It covers like, right. like what, 75% of the football field. So it's right on top of you. Um, but I mean, the sight lines are very good. I was uh, middle of the upper deck, sight line, right on the 50. Sight lines are really good. I was right on top of the action. So I give them credit there. Uh, there's a lot going on, man. I mean, they have a DJ. They have a band early on before the game. A lot going on there. Um, and people, um, you know, but other than that, they're into the game. It, it, it's, it's, it's just really a really humongous, um, stadium though. Did you, did you get to tailgate at all? Is it like in the city or is it? No, you can't open? tailgate really. I mean, people were tailgating, but it's in Arlington. So it's, it's not in Dallas. It's in Arlington. It's where the Texas Rangers uh, play and they're, they're building a new stadium there. Six Flags is right there as well. They have their Six Flags adventure theme park. Right there in Arlington. There's not a lot around there. The atmosphere sucks, really, to be honest, around there. There isn't much of an atmosphere. There's a parking lots. That's really it. And like I said, you, you know, you have like shopping malls or what have you. You have your standard, like, um, uh, what would you say? You're like Ch- Chipotle, you know, your Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, your standard chain restaurants there as well. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, as far as atmosphere outside, not, not much tailgating going on. Some people were, but yeah, it's not really built for that. Okay. All right. No, that, that, that's cool, man. I, I mean, you see it on, 
on film uh, watching the games and it, it does look huge man that uh and i see what you're saying in terms of the jumbotron taking over especially when the jumbotron is in the middle of the field and it's huge i mean, it's, I, I find myself watching that a lot too and then i'm like why am i even at the game right I like exactly you feel the, guilty the exactly right yeah. i'm like well wait i can't do that i gotta watch the game uh because yeah but you sometimes you just get distracted with it but all in all, all in all, I was I've been to Dallas Cowboys Stadium or AT and T Stadium before. Like when it first opened, I took the tour. I was one of those guys who paid like fifteen bucks <laughs> to get the tour, you know, because <laughs> you know, and they still have that tour, by the way. Um, you could you could go into the locker rooms of the Dallas Cowboys, obviously on an off day. Um, so I did that. So it's it's, uh, but all in all, great atmosphere and Bills represented well, and uh, it, it was it was a fun time, but uh. We went on there, ranted a little bit uh, with, with the Michigan Wolverines, what have you. But I was looking at the betting line, so I wanted to get to this, Drew. So the futures, and I know you don't like futures, but for the for the oh, championship, uh, yeah. Clemson is favored right now, plus one forty. Okay. Ohio State plus one sixty five. This is according to FanDuel Sportsbook, Drew. Uh, I'm sure you have different numbers, but they're relatively right, right there. LSU plus four hundred forty one. Georgia twelve to one, Utah twenty one to one, and then you have Oklahoma forty to one, and and you know and so on and so forth after that. But those are the six teams we're focusing on who have a shot. Uh, Baylor, of course, does as well, but it depends on what Utah does and and, and Georgia as well. So right now, if you were to pick a team as far as betting wise, all right, which one would you put your money on to win the national championship? To win some money, what's a good bet for you, Drew? I'm I'm riding the train that was some uh, one that I'm already holding here, and now it's at a little less price. But out of all the price points that you said, Sean, a team that has to win three games in order to cash this this ticket is the Utah Utes. They got to win three games, and all they need is one other thing to happen, and that's LSU to beat to beat Georgia. And they are chalk, by the way. So I, I would say the Utah Utes at over 20 to 1 have the best value, in my opinion. We've talked about it before, Sean. They got a mobile quarterback. They have a next-level running back. So the quarterback running back, because I believe that um, – um, the quarterback position, he might not necessarily be quarterback in the NFL, but an athlete at the next level, a great defense, arguably the best defensive line in the playoffs. And oh, by the way, Kyle Whittingham as their head coach, which is bull record is unbelievable. Extra preparation time for him. I wouldn't give an advantage to any of the other playoff head coaches. I think the Utah Utes 20 to one or more with Tyler Huntley, Moss at the running back position, and that defense and that head coach, I think that uh, they're worth a look. All right, I, I agree. I agree with you. Just because of the, the number, a 21 to 1, the odds are really good uh, as a smart bet. And I do believe, like you said, I think they can play with anyone in the country, especially with Moss healthy, the running back there for the Utes. But, Drew, you would agree there's just one spot left, right? Uh, Clemson, they're in. Although, if Clemson were to lose to Virginia... Would they be out? Do you think they would be in trouble if Clemson were to lose a close game to Virginia? Um, I guess Clemson, if they lose to Virginia and Georgia beats LSU, in that case, yeah, they might be out. But other than the, both of those two things happening, and by the way, Utah would have to win, which I think Utah will beat the Ducks. So I guess those three things happening, then yes, Clemson would likely be out. But, um, I mean, that's a long shot yeah, for happening. So, uh, unless all three of those happen, I think Clemson's in, man. So, Ohio State's in regardless, win or lose, right? I, I would think. LSU, yeah. win or lose, they're in as well. I yeah. Think. Yeah, right. So, then, if Georgia were to beat uh, LSU, right? If Georgia were to beat LSU in the SEC title game, Georgia's in. And I, uh -huh. I still think LSU's in. So, so then you got Ohio State, LSU, and Georgia and Clemson, right? I would put in Georgia over a Utah Pac-12 champion, wouldn't you? Georgia uh, SEC champion, of course. They're getting in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they would be in. And, and actually, I, I believe that the playoff committee, like that's worst case scenario in terms of getting eyeballs onto the playoff, you know, would be that just because you would get what Clemson, Georgia and LSU, all three from the southeast region. You don't really want that. You want it to be, you know, a team from the west, a team from the Big Ten country, a team from the SEC. You know, you want it kind of spread out a little bit more. So the whole country has kind of an interest, so to speak. So that's kind of worst case scenario. But yeah, if Georgia does beat LSU and the rest plays out, like you're saying, Sean, um, that would leave Utah, in my opinion, on the outside looking in. 
All right, well, we have plenty of uh, time to talk about this, all week, in fact. And Jamie Kelton, Drew, uh, your friend from uh, Alabama, Roll Tide, uh, she's back on Wednesday. She's not very happy, so (laughs) it's going to be interesting to see how you interact with her uh, with your uh, War Eagle Auburn Tigers winning on Saturday, so that should be fun. Yeah, I'll make sure to uh, wear my Auburn uh, button down on that day, (laughs) Yeah, do it, do it, bro. I mean, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. She's a good sport, but uh, I'm telling you, watch out. She, she's uh, passionate about her uh, Auburn uh, Crimson Tide. So, uh, and I'll tell you, Sean, yeah. she really knew her stuff. She she right. she knew the the ins and the outs, the background, the stats. So, uh, yeah. you know, not not only um, I, you know, obviously uh, uh, good to look at, but uh, she really <laughs> knows her stuff and is very very smart, yeah, man. Definitely, and it's a religion down there. You, you could speak to that better than me. Uh, college football is a religion down there. Everyone watches and follows college football, especially uh, Alabama, man. So, uh, yeah, not surprised there. But, uh, Drew, uh, let's get more in-depth. Monday Night Football tonight. You got a pick here. Uh, we have the Minnesota Vikings on the road at the Seattle Seahawks. Two-and-a-half-point favorites to Seahawks. I mentioned before, Kirk Cousins, 0-7 all-time on Monday Night Football, 7-13 and in primetime games. He's playing great, even without Adam Thielen at wide receiver. What, 18 touchdowns to one interception in the past seven games. But Pete Carroll, his primetime record with the Seahawks, 18-2 and at home, although they have not played great at home, the Seattle Seahawks. They've lost two games at home this year. So what are you going to do? What's your best bet tonight? You're going with a first half. You're going with the under total. It's 48-and-a-half right now. What are you going to do here tonight with this Monday Night Football game? Well, I to, to just start off sidewise here, Sean, you know, Minnesota coming into this one, um, I guess what, winning two straight and not playing since the 17th, so extra time to prepare here. I think that that does help the away team. It is a prime time game here. I do like the Vikings. You can catch them plus three sidewise, but. Even more so on my best bet for the show. I'm going back to the stat we threw out in the first segment. Cleet Blakeman, the assigned referee for Monday Night Football. Special shout out here on Twitter at NFL Ref Stats. He is 10 and 0 to the under on the year in his 10 games officiated in the 2019 season. I think that that uh, trend sticks here. I think that this game stays under, plus the fact primetime games in the NFL, whether it be Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night, all trending towards the under here. So uh, I think a lot points towards the under and the best number on the board right now. We're seeing it. Uh, what, Sean? W- w- what can you give me? 48 in terms and a half of, uh, is what I'm seeing for the total. 23 and a half for the first half. Yeah. Uh, okay. 48 and a half. The good number that it is high forties here. I doubt we get there. I like the under in tonight's matchup. 48 and a half is the high watermark. So I like the under. The only thing that gives me pause with that, the fact that Seattle at home in five games are three and two, they're giving up 29 points per game at home. They beat the Bengals 21, 20. They lost to the saints 33 to 27. That's without Drew Brees, but Teddy Bridgewater, Proved that he he's a good quarterback and he can play. They beat the Rams thirty to twenty nine. Lost to the Ravens thirty to sixteen. They beat the Bucks forty to thirty four in overtime. Does that give you any pause though? The, the, giving up twenty nine points per game at home for the Seattle Seahawks when you're betting the under in this game tonight. Um, a little bit, you know, it's something to always keep in mind, but, uh, their rush defense has been pretty good. So I, I it kind of worries me that I don't think Minnesota is going to be able to necessarily run all over them like they have been at, to some of their opponents. But, uh, yeah, to make a, a long answer short, it, it does worry me a little bit, man. It also worries me that Seattle's just one in five against the spread in their last six games at home. That's another worry for me. I mean, Kirk Cousins, though, prime time has not proven that he could get it done. That's a, I don't want to go against that trend. I'm not going against Pete Carroll, 18-2 and two at home, that trend as well. Give me the Seattle Seahawks, minus the two and a half. And Drew, I'm going to go over first half, 23 and a half. I know, I, know, I know it's against the trend, but I think these teams, I think they, they score some points tonight, Drew. Uh, Sean, I, I, I like working with you, buddy. It's always fun, but I hope you lose both of those bets, man. Exactly. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Drew. Thank you for joining All us right, up next. Show. Game time decisions with Gabe. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I broke the window again. Here's what you missed on At the Window. I broke the window again. Here's what you missed on At the Window. Saturday game, we'll get to later. I, I want to kind of forget about that. I don't know. Did Michigan play? I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, I was watching the basketball team kick some butt uh, over, <laughs> you know, in the Atlantis tournament. There, number four now in the nation. Number four basketball. Got to be positive, Drew. Right? Got to stick to the positives. Absolutely. I mean, being a basketball school isn't all that bad. Uh, it's it's a, uh, <laughs> I don't know. In, in, oh boy. All right. All right. Uh, I want to mention some things though. My, my opening thought, Monday night football tonight, Drew, we have the Vikings at the Seattle Seahawks, Seahawks, two and a half point favorites, 48 and a half. Now the total I'm seeing on FanDuel Sportsbook, my opening thought for this game, Drew Kirk Cousins playing well, last seven games, 288 passing yards, 18 touchdowns against just one Pick. However, primetime Monday Night Football 0-7 in his career, just 7-13 in primetime games. Now, conversely, the Seattle Seahawks under Pete Carroll, Carroll 28-5-1. That's 28-5-1 in primetime games, including 18-2 at home. Those are my opening thoughts. I'm not going to give a prediction right now, but some trends to think about before picking a team tonight, Monday Night Football. How about you, Drew? What are you looking at? Yeah, I like those, Sean. Good, good point there with uh, tonight's Monday Nighter. You know, obviously a big game here. We got the Vikings and Seahawks, two two really good NFC teams here. I think there's a lot to point to. Um, and you bring up, you know, Kirk Cousins. You know, we don't often think of Kirk Cousins as a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Not saying he is overall, but he's pointing in that direction. Plus a stat here. We know about the NFL primetime games towards the under. Got a stout shout out to NFL Rhett. Ref stats on Twitter. Uh, Blakeman, that's Cleet Blakeman, the uh, the referee for tonight's game. He's normally an under referee. You know, you want to talk about throwing out penalties here in the NFL, but this season he's 10 and 0 to the under, 10 games oh. officiated 
in 2019. You know, 10 and 0, obviously a strong trend there towards the under. And we've talked about it before. Primetime games trending towards the under in the NFL, either be Thursday night, Sunday night, or Monday night. So a lot pointing towards the under in tonight's matchup, Sean. Excellent stat to throw out there. I love the officiating, uh, knowing what the over under is when that particular official is uh, doing the game. Love that. Great job, Drew. Let's get to some headlines. We'll go more in depth and give some picks later on in the show, Monday Night Football. Some headlines. I want to get your thoughts. Chris Peterson resigns as Washington Huskies head coach. The defensive coordinator, Lake, takes over. He will. He's a new coach now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.